This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations to discuss a very emotional topic, we are joined by Dr. Mpumele Longube, who's the head of department and senior lecturer at the Department of Social Work at the University of the Free State. Dr. Ngube, thank you so very much for joining us. Always such a pleasure having you. It's always a pleasure. So, Tony, good, good evening. We are talking the impact of uh, absent fathers, especially on a boy child. Sure, it, it, it's very, very, very touchy topic. But let's, let's firstly start here. What is a role of a father? What role do they play in uh, ensuring that, you know, the life of a boy child is, uh, is well-rounded? Um, thank you very much, Sotole, for the opportunity. Um, look, when we're looking at um, the, the, the life of a child, especially looking at a boy child, he needs to be groomed, he needs to be reared in such a way that they are able to get their grounding of um, what their future life is going to be, but that grounding begins at a tender age as they grow. From the, from the time they are born, they need that father figure. It is important for a child, especially as they begin, begin to be cognizant of their surroundings, that they, 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 they look at the people around them and they begin to learn from them. And in most cases, as they look and they learn from them, they, they they emulate their, their behaviors. They learn quite a lot of what needs to be, especially when you're looking at a boy child, what, what, what a boy, how a boy child needs to carry themselves, how they're supposed to um, look after, after themselves, how they're supposed to relate to other people, be it females, um, how they, they relate to other boys in the field, how they relate to the girls in the field. All that, in most cases, they tend to learn from their, from their fathers. So that is the kind of a... Of, of a role that a father plays where, where a boy child is concerned. In most cases, when we're looking at, um, when we're looking at our statistics uh, in, in South Africa, we're looking at rather about 90% of adolescents um, in, in South Africa, they grow up without, uh, without uh, their, their fathers. And that has got a, a huge negative impact on the life of a, of a boy child as they grow. And even later on, when, when, when they are grown, they are adults on, on, on themselves. The kind of uh, relationship that they have with the with their future or with with their wives or with their own children usually uh, it has to do quite a lot with how they they related to to a father or if they do not have a father uh, that on its own leaves a vacuum a vacuum in their life so it is important that every man uh, who's got a child they play a, 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 a role in the lives of, of their children and in most cases uh, certainly um, uh, you you realize that fathers are absent and when we talk of absent fathers um, some will say but i stay with my children there is what we refer to as emotional absence the father stays with the child a boy child despite the fact that they are there physically but emotionally they are disconnected from their child so that is what we refer to as emotional um, emotional absence then there's there's what we we can also refer to as financial absence a father who does not contribute um, to the life of a of a child that on its own also has got a, a negative impact because in raising a child there are a lot of um, financial implications such that if that aspect is not taken care of 
a child is going to lack quite a lot of necessities in their lives and that also creates um, a vacuum in the life of a child. Psychologically, a child needs to be molded in that way, as I've already uh, indicated, that a father plays that uh, a critical role. So if the father is absent, there's also a void, a psychological void as well. And spiritually as well, that is another aspect that is important that a father plays in the life of a child, particularly in relation to a boy child as we're speaking of them today. So at all. You know, Dr. Ngobe, in this modern day and age, we, we say, you know, we shouldn't uh, be gender biased. We should move away from sexism. But I, I, I sort of like feel in other instances like this uh, discussion we're having now, a father in a boy child's life plays a particular and specific role, as you have said. And this is not necessarily because we are being gender biased or we are being sexist. And and could we attribute some of the social ills that we are facing that are perpetrated mainly by men? Could we attribute that to absent fathers? You're very right. Um, we, we need to be sensitive um, to those biases that you are indicating. It's a, it's a fact that we can't, we can't run away from. But unfortunately, on the other hand, we can't run away from the fact that, um, of course, as we've just indicated, the importance of the, of the father figure in the life of a, of a, for a boy child. It's not only, only a boy child. It's only that today we're focusing on, on the life of a boy child. It is important that a father takes their role and they play it to the to, 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 to the full satisfaction. Look, the absence thereof, it creates, especially, where, you know, there was a, a study that was done in 2018 where, 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 where they indicated that absent fathers are the major contributors to dysfunctional um, families. If they, they, they are absent, absent fathers are a major contributor to dysfunctional families. So it is important that a father is present in the family and they, are, they play their role um, fully. And the, the psychosocial, there are a lot of of, um, a, a myriad of psychosocial problems that um, that also um, is, it tend to manifest uh, in the life of a child uh, who, who doesn't have a father. But also looking at families, in most cases, um, poverty, if you're looking at the face of poverty, while the face of poverty is black, but you realize that even amongst the, 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 the black um, who, are, who are living within poverty, the majority of them do not have fathers uh, in their families, the majority of them. That does not say that all of them uh, that that are in poverty do not have fathers, but we're saying the majority of them um, do not have fathers. So it is important that we look at it uh, in that way. And again, in, 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 in an earlier study, there was also an indication that families with absent fathers, uh, there tends to be um, a, a suicide rate of 63%. Now, this is the impact that you can see. You, you, looking at all the suicide, uh, suicide cases, be it um, the, the cases of suicidality or suicide on its own or, or in itself, you know, 63% of those will realize that the fathers have been absent um, in the life of, of such individuals. And the juveniles uh, in, the, in the government institutions, uh, about 70% of juveniles in government institutions, um, unfortunately all, all of those, 70% of them do not have fathers in their lives. And we come to see, look at at, um, uh, the, the statistics when looking at um, rapists in our country, um, about 80% of rapists did not have father figures in their lives. You see, these figures are telling us a story. 
you know, if you're saying 70% of rapists do not have fathers, so the likelihood of one um, if displaying these uh, toxic behaviors if they did not have a father figure is very high. You know, we're looking at about 90% of children who live in the streets, all those 90%, they do not have fathers. So what does it say, Sotole? So it indicates the importance of the role of the father within a family, Sotole. Sure, yeah. Uh, South Africa is uh, with a statistic, especially with absent fathers, um, that is quite high. And clearly, there is something that is not okay, something that needs to be fixed. A team, as we are in conversation with uh, Dr. Mpumele Longube, and we are talking about the impact of absent fathers in a boy child. As life, please do interact with us by dialing in on zero one one seven one four two double zero six, or you can WhatsApp your experience or your question to zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Let me go to the lines. Atima Fani, good evening. Good evening, and how are you? Strong, strong, Fani. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I wouldn't complain. I wouldn't complain at all. Excellent. Go ahead. Yes, uh, I want to thank the guest that you have uh, tonight. Look, I'm a father of three, but currently I'm here in Cape Town. I'm staying with two. Uh, the woman is married. But for me, in order to have access to my kids, I had to struggle. And you know, at times, I, I, I well, in my situation, the term absent fathers sort of like it, it, it's there because you know, I, even though my father never played that critical role in my life, but I made it a point that I will not do that mistake. So. Every time when I want to go to my kids, I'm facing problems. The mother doesn't want to tell. Despite that, the, the parental plan that was actually um, 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 drafted by the court, at times I have to go and go to the police station to say, here's a parenting plan, a court order. Can I have access to the kids? As I'm speaking today to you, I had to go to court in order for me, let me just look at it here, in order for me to get, excuse me, in order for me to get what you call, uh, I was granted a court order so that I could take my kids for vacation for December, otherwise I was being refused. So now I'm a little bit, well, they are there, but you know what, but not all of us should be painted with with that brush that absent father. Because some of us, we want to be there, but there's a limit. We, 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 We are not given that opportunity opportunity. This thing, it boils you, you get up to a point where you are so frustrated in such a way that you must leave, you must just leave everything. Because at times, this thing is a money-making scheme where 
the mother is going to take the child, wants to stay with the child, so that you know you 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 pay maintenance, and you find that the child, even if you pay that maintenance, his living standards are just down. In my case, when they wanted to take the child, when we went to court, I said uh, to the judge, does she know which school does my child go to? Does she know the arrangements that I have for the taxi that picks up the child and takes my child to school? Those questions she couldn't answer. So she was not really interested about the child. I think for me it was just a, a, a certain material, um, uh, um, maybe finance-wise or otherwise. I don't know because really, as a mother, you are supposed to know exactly the loopholes or where your child lives. You know the teacher of the child, but you want to take the child away from me. But you you don't know these basic things. When I ask you in court, do you know the child's teacher? Okay, couldn't answer. So yes, I I I I, I really have that problem a bit. I I never really grew up with my father. Um, I told myself that you know what I want to be a better father. Yeah. I want to be there yeah. for my kids. And, and you're you trying your best, Fanny, but clearly there's a lot of circumstances that are, are blocking you. Thank you for sharing your experience. I'm, I'm going to hope that Dr. Ngobe is going to be able to come in yes. on this conversation and give you some advice. Please listen on the radio. Dr. Ngobe. Thank you very much um, again to the caller with uh, regard to um, his his ordeal, his experiences. It's unfortunate that um, in in cases where you know parents um, are, are fighting, they tend to weaponize children, and children become uh, victims um, of the circumstances that they did not create. So it's something that, uh, as social workers, uh, you know, we, we we every time we engage with parents, we use Usually indicate to them. We talk to them to say, with in whatever challenge with your partner or your ex ex partner, all you need to be mindful of is it should be the best interest of the child. Do not put the child to be, um, you, you you know, in the in the in, in the make in such a way that they become the victim um, of your of your of your squabbles. And if you look at the Children's Act, um, this uh, section seven of the Children's Act, it talks about the the the, the with the best interest of the child standard to say in whatever you do, always ensure that what it's sent as the child. The child is put in the center. Uh, it takes the best interest of the child and puts it forward, meaning that your interest as a, as a, as a father, your interest as a, as, a, as, a, as a mother, they come secondary to those interests of the child because the child in this case is a minor. The child is in, in this case is vulnerable and they are looking forward to being protected by both parents. So it is important that whatever decisions you take, you put the child first. 
Um, unfortunately, this is not usually this is not usually the case in most cases because we find situations where, as I indicated, um, parents um, parents weaponize children, and that shouldn't be the case. And w- once children are being weaponized and they become victims of this, it can be seen they grow up with um, psychological scars, emotional scars that cannot be cured, and they manifest even later on in their lives. And that shouldn't be the, the case, as I'm indicating. Let's so go, it's yeah. impo- go ahead. Go it ahead. Is- Yes. Then there's also an indication, what, what, a point that um, he touched where he says he grew up without a father and he vowed to himself that he's going to be a better individual, a better father to his children, but the circumstances are detecting otherwise. Yes, there are, are individuals who have got a, a strong agency. Uh, if you've got a strong agency, it means you are able to overcome the circumstances, you are able to overcome the, the societal detects, and you take your own stance and say, this is what I want to do as an individual. But there is quite a lot of individuals who do not have that strong agency and they, they bow to the details of the society and, and, and as they were growing up, everything that they were that they were exposed to when they were growing up tend to determine how they also relate to other people. So the, and the majority of people are in that category and that shouldn't be the case. Well, I'm so happy that the, the caller is indicating that he had that strong agency to say he's going to do best for his children. Unfortunately, the circumstances are detecting otherwise. It's an, it's an issue that perhaps, because now he can't control his own environment, uh, he has to seek um, uh, uh, the intervention. Of course, he did indicate the intervention of the, of the courts. It's, it's the only hope that he has. If the families have failed him, then he has to resort to the courts. But otherwise, the first instance has to be the families to try and assist. If they fail, then he resorts to the courts. So, totally. Let's go to the lines. Eti Maluzuk, oh, good evening. Hi there, guys. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I just want to maybe share my experience um, as one who who grew up uh, without a father whilst he was still alive back then. Um, I'm I'm a 32-year-old male, um, but I can tell you now, it it it. It haunts me till till today. It it there's no week that it does not bother me. I'll 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 be brief uh, and 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 try to just contain my emotions as 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 I speak about this topic. Uh, my parents split up probably when I was about four. Um. I remember bumping into my dad at a supermarket um, with what I can presume was his uh, girlfriend then after he had with my mother. Till this day, I can tell you how how the day was like. Um, and I went up to the guy, and I didn't want to insect, but my cousin was pushing me to go up to him. And my biggest fear was actually confirmed. You know, the guy like thrust me off almost like it was like, <laughs> almost like it was like um, he was seeing his neighbor's son or, or you know, you, you won't even acknowledge it. Um, so day, I can tell you exactly, I, I, I can tell you the lady's expression, I can tell you his expression, um, I can... Uh, I can't tell you how, 
I can tell you what we went to go buy. We went to go buy those small tender cars that ShopRite had uh, for like 20 bucks that we had that we had received from an uncle of mine. I can tell you of another incident with by the same man who I had hoped would come around and, you know, and he would just show up one day. I used to, when we had moved, every car that, like, drove past, I literally used to run to the window. To literally just take a peek out of, out of some hope that, uh, you know, uh, that he would, like, think of us all. He would think of me, and he would, like, rock up. And it never happened. Up until I was, I think I was in grade 10, by he, he eventually passed in a car accident. And I never actually received closure. You know, a part of me resents the guy. A part of me um, feels robbed at the same time. And what made it worse for me personally is uh, I was in a long-term relationship and I had a child and I had a daughter, you know, and things weren't working out. Probably three or four years into it, and my daughter was probably like two at the time. And I had this phobia. I had this phobia of, ish, if this doesn't work out or if I quit this, I might not see my daughter ever again here. Sure. And all of this was not factual. It was it was just in my head. It was just in my head that my daughter would be a mini-me. You know, and that maybe my partner would try her utmost best that I don't have any contact with her, etc., etc. You know, up until when she was about um, I think four, and I had the guts to like, you know, and 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 I called it quits. But I called it quits in a state whereby I was, uh, oh, it, it was it was the most painful time because I, I had so many scenarios in my mind on whether or not would I uh, um, would I be restricted access. Um, would 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 she see me as a part-time uh, as a part-time parent? Will we ever have a bond? And thankfully, by God's grace, me, me and my daughter are, are as close as ever. Um, though I do share her with with my former partner, but we are as close as ever. But I do find myself having to overcompensate. Because I, 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 I'm also trying to have some form of the surety that I'm doing enough. Yeah. Um, or that I, I, I actually okay. Mm, mm. Um, you know, and I, I'm, I'm always full with doubt. Even though I, my, my family would say, no, I'm doing okay, I'm excited. But I, I would always doubt that because... When I was in her shoes, or, or rather not directly in her shoes, but when I was her age, you know, um, I couldn't obviously speak much for myself, and I all and I, and I wanted this attention, and I didn't get this attention. In fact, I, I was just left scarred and disappointed. Uh, and disappointed.
Luzuko, thank you so very much for sharing your experience. Please do stay and listen on air so that Dr. Ngwe will be able to give you perspective. I'm going to go to ATMA KGM. Thank you for holding KGM. Good evening. Good evening, uh, Patricia. Good evening your your guest and, and to my fellow listeners. I'm glad you've called because I've gotten I've received a lot of messages asking where you've been. And I just didn't <laughs> I wouldn't read them out on air, you know, just waiting in hope that you'd come back. So A team has all call and all KGM <laughs> No, I missed I missed you guys too. Uh but sometimes it's important, Patricia, to just sit back and, and pick it in and and listen. Uh, while while the others are also contributing, sometimes I I choose to do that. Mm. But I'm uh, back to to the topic at hand. Look, Patricia, for me, I I hear how we we so eloquently articulate our challenges, our problems with with regard to to this issue. But I I am of the view that we're leaving something very important, and that is the effects of the system. Um. The socio-economic conditions of our country are dictated to by the system. Now, it doesn't matter that much what KGM as an individual, Patricia as an individual uh, do, or even KGM and Patricia as a couple do or do not do. For as long as we, we don't work the system to our benefit, we we will have the next generation also complaining about the same things that we're complaining about. Okay, can I quickly say this? If you remember, our, our fathers, uh, if you, even if you listen to the music, uh, you'll have the, the human sigillas talking about Inela that used to carry people, ferry people for work from even the neighboring countries into into South Africa, into into Jobek uh, or Gauteng, as it were. Um, what, what was the impact of that train, that choo-choo train that took men from Lesotho, Botswana, Zimbabwe, and everywhere else, and bringing them here and leaving mothers alone? Um, that impact, that, that kind of socioeconomic activity or work environment was best suited for them. Fast forward to now, where you know, KGM has to, to, to go and, and work in, in, in London or anywhere else, or even in the country, from one province to the other. And then you take the, 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 the huge ambulance of entertainment, so-called, that we have, where people will have situationships that produce kids that end up not having fathers. And you'll hear some of and I'm not open. I hope I'm not opening a can of worms. We'll have some of our sisters saying, "You know what? Now all I want is, is a sperm donor." And and at the time it's a sperm donor, but when that child grows up and becomes this boy who becomes this young man, and and who needs an attention of somebody who doesn't exist in his in his life, it becomes a pattern of this legacy that we're talking about. Ted, I hope, I, I hope I'm, I'm coming clear. L- let me give to, to your guest and, and let, let me hear how he emulates on, on, on this. This is the part of my concern.
Thanks for taking my call. Thank you very much, uh, KGM. Let's come to you, Dr. Ngube. We've heard from KGM. We've heard a very touching personal experience from Luzuko. Um, Dr. Ngube, please weigh in. Thank you very much um, again to Luzuko and KGM. Uh, indeed, it's, it's an emotional um, kind of story, especially if you've gone through it um, and you've experienced the kind of experiences that um, most of us have experienced, uh, as um, narrated by Luzuko there. Uh, it, it, it's unfortunate that he went through those, but those are circumstances that were beyond his control. Now he's in a situation where everything before him is, 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 is at least within his own his control. The, 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 the choice of being part of his child or his children's life uh, is, is within his control. It is important that he has taken this conscious decision to be part of his children's life. And of course, um, what he went through has a, a, a reverse or an opposite reaction to, to, to his life and his relationship with his children currently, which is, which is um, a positive thing now. Of course, now he suffers from anxiety of saying, what if, what if this happens, what if this goes wrong? But it's something that keeps him on guard of ensuring that I have to ensure that whatever relationship that I have with the mother of my my children uh, will be in such a way that it also nourishes, it nurtures my own my own children. Because there are some people who actually, um, you, you know, don't they, they don't care about the relationship between themselves and the mothers of their of their children. Um, they don't care about that because they don't even uh, foresee the implications that is going to have on their children. But if you, like I said, if you center your children, you think of your children first, even if you are to be, um, you 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 know, to 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 get into a a fight with the mother of your children, you first of all think about your, your children and say, but is it worth it? Um, is, uh, will I be able to deal with the ramifications? So I think um, he, should, he shouldn't, if he thinks that the kind of anxiety that he has is becoming detrimental to him, it will be important that he also consult a social worker, consult um, a psychologist so that it doesn't become detrimental to him and the relationship that he has with this, uh, the mother of, of his children and of course his children. Then there comes um, uh, you know, comments from KGM especially looking at socioeconomic conditions. These are are conditions that, first, there's one side of it where we say you also don't have control. You know, if you lose your your employment, as as is the case in in South Africa, looking at the unemployment rate, uh, which keeps on escalating. So you don't have control on that. If you lose it, unfortunately, you'll find yourself uh, being pushed to the fringes, especially when it comes to how you take care of your own children. And of course, the kind of, you also alluded to the migration, the impact that migration had, whether um, you know, one is moving from one province to another in search of, in search of better um, uh, better uh, postures, uh, that also, be, because the father is being um, removed from the environment, physical environment of, of his children, that, that has got an, an impact on the children. And unfortunately, the children don't, don't sometimes don't even comprehend the whole situation that my father is not here with us because he's going to fend for us. Sometimes they might not even distinguish between the, the child who's, whose father has also abdicated their duty of looking after after them. So that that unfortunately is what is on negative um, uh, consequences. Now, when it comes to it is an important and it's something that we can you cannot deal with. But again, there are fathers that have got they've got all the money in the world. 
but they choose to abdicate their their duties, their responsibilities where their children are concerned because they don't see, they don't care about the ramifications it has on their own children. So it's something that we, we should as a society advocate as we raise the young boys to become men, uh, we, they, they have to they, we have to bring it to their consciousness that when you, 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 you give birth to a child, you have to ensure that you become a present father. You take care of your responsibilities you, at all times, at all costs, be, be, a, be a present father. But again, in a situation where the mother takes, like I indicated earlier on, they choose to weaponize and they take the child away from you so that perhaps they, you know, they, they, they inflict some pain on you. It's something that you, you may not be able to control, but it's important that you also seek the help of the authorities. For starters, I indicated that you seek the help of the family to intervene. Secondly, then you can also seek the help of the relevant authorities uh, or professionals. He, uh, KGM also raised a, a, a point on, 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 on you know, these women. It, it, it's, a, it's a growing phenomenon where, you know, there will be women who say, who say and I just need a sperm donor. Unfortunately, it's somebody who does not understand what it takes to raise a child. It goes beyond, even if you are a woman and you, you, you are able to take care of your child um, financially, there are certain things that you cannot otherwise, uh, can, cannot be compensated financially. The, the father has to be there. The mother has to be there so that the child benefits um, in a holistic manner. We, we need to teach these young girls as they grow up and teach women we need to teach boys as well to say once you've got a child ensure that you play forward but again that, that's why we, when when we are talking about how societies are or, or communities are being built each community is built by by a family a family um, and in most cases a family historically if you get to look at how a family was was constructed it was a father and a mother and the children but of course as we progress in life I don't know whether it's progression or regression but you realize that people People, more and more people are saying, look, even if the father is not there, I can take care of my child. Of course, take care of your child if it is not out of your own volition that the father is to be absent. But if it's within your means to ensure that the father plays a role in the life of a child, ensure that you partner with that individual, whether you like them or you don't, but ensure that they become part and parcel of the, of the life of their children. We can't raise a fatherless generation, but it seems we are moving that direction. More and more children are being raised without their fathers and that on its own is problematic and I think it will be appropriate to say we are regressing as a society when we are supposed to be progressing. Let's uh, continue with our A-teamers point of view and I'm glad it's a lot of men who are calling in sharing their experiences. A-teamer good evening, how are you doing? How are you? Okay, I, I'll get right to it. I'm Excellent. glad that he's been back from the cold KGM. I'm glad. Anyway, Patricia is a very important topic. Let me get down to it. You know, the story of Joshua and Moses, you know, when Moses died, I'll try and summarize, Joshua then was in charge of the Israel. Um, God said to him, um, as I was with Moses, so will I be with you. Well, what God said that uh, he will both be physically present, spiritually present, and emotionally present, you know? You know, although it will be different, right? But he will be there. Anyway, when it comes to the fathers, Patricia, I think 
and I'm talking to men now, right? Let's not blame the women. I'm not saying they are not to be blamed because I can see stories of displaced anger, you know, when women are trying to, as as the doc said, weaponize the children, right? I call it displaced anger. Now, I think, Patricia, if we can be involved as early as possible with our children, right? Because remember, we can't control the future, right? We might be divorced, you know, things of economic, as KGM said, you know, we cannot control the future. But once you are there with the one wife, whatever, and the children, we must make full impact. Let me, let, let, let me give you an example. When my son was about two days old, Patricia was there, right? One of them, right? Now, he would cry, right? Family is Juanas and Amkosa, as you know. He would cry, be irritable, right? And I mean, all of them would be confused as to what's happening. Anyway, I will take him out of the house, two days old. I will take him out of the house and tell him in Corsa, he could him Ungum Corsa way. That I could Corsa. So, and then I will come back with him to the house and tell all of them, including the grandmother, that the child heard me. He will now sleep. And I'll put him in bed and will be quiet. You know, although I'm trying to traumatize this truth, Patricia, if we as men can be involved as early on, because it has happened to me, not because of my liking, that I was separated from my boys, right? But guess what? Their mothers, I think, remembers the impact this guy had when these children were young. And I'm involved even right now. My son are now in their 30s, right? I still keep contact with them. Patricia, this is a very touching topic. Good day to you. Good evening, Ronda. Thank you very much. Uh, Dr. Ngubu, I'm going to read some of the messages uh, that our A-teamers have sent. This one is uh, from Anonymous who says, Lobola is the cause of many men running away and the attitudes of women when they get jobs, but not all women. That That is my view. Another A-teamer says, um, what about men who come once in a month or truckers, by the way? Is it's the mothers who are too influential on bad behavior of a boy. Yes, it is. Some women turn their battle of marriage by lying that their boys' fathers are useless. That builds anger in boys, 98%. My main contrib- the main contributors are women. This is a message from Anonymous in Bloemfontein. Another one uh, says, anyway, my plea is to all those fathers who are alive, but being absent from a boy to please try all the way to get a better presentation on a child because this thing of growth without fatherly guide, it ends up um, with feelings in, of indeficiency and life experience to a child and huge racism from the community. So I think maybe discrimination rather than racism. I'd experienced it uh, since my father passed away while I was just five years old. 
clearly there's a lot that is happening, Dr. Ngube, from our, the point of view of our A-teamers. Let's go to some of their voice notes. Good afternoon. I am a, a young father, and uh, what I have experienced in 2012 in my first-born child is that uh, it starts from when the kid is it's inside whereby you have to take care of the cravings and all that you happen to understand your child before it, 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 it it's arrived and uh, it goes all the way even when it is born you know sometimes i used to play the wrestling with my kid until uh, he was taken away and uh, because we can't uh, get married these days um, due to financial struggle. So what I mean is that the relationship, it, it, it doesn't start when the kid is there. It starts when the kid is not yet arrived. Thank you. Hey, Dumelo Nkulego and our lovely guest. Yo, absent fathers, absence negatively impacts under children mental development. Let me put it this way so that you can easily comprehend me. It psychologically affects a child from infancy. I'm saying infancy. I don't say from teens, from infancy. Hence any boy needs his his father. It doesn't matter how his father broke up with his mother. So there are the mothers who do deny this poor kid, this innocent kid, access to the fathers. They must know that I appeal on them. I know one of them is my cousin. I appeal on them not to vent their anger or to take out their frustration on this poor kid. A child needs both mother and father so that this child can grow up as a happy child. So please, 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 absent fathers, go back to your children. They need you. They really need you like this, not tomorrow. Good evening, lovely sister. I'm Howard from Brantfish. Hi, A-teamers. This is Tabandi Luan from Rustenburg. I'd like to ask my guest. Um, I'm 29 years old and my son is seven, seven years old. And I want to be the best father as I can be. I want to be someone important to my son. And most of the time, I don't know what is good for me to, to be that, that parent that loves his son and the best one. And, and I want to put only love on that one. I don't, I don't want to use money because money, it doesn't show the love that I have for my son. But most of the people want me to show money, but I don't like to show money. Can you please help me out of that one? Hey guys, this is Yanda. Hey, this topic is kind of touching, guys. Hey, I'm one of the kids who also didn't grow up with a father, but that didn't stop me from doing what i want in life if you can understand me like <clears throat> it actually 
drove me more do you understand because i believe it's not what you called but it's what you answer to so doesn't matter man no matter we like your you didn't have the chance to see your pops or whatever as long as you just take that negativity off everything which is wrong it's a blame on not growing up without a father i don't know if you can understand me but yeah that's how i feel thank you patricia colossian kitchen uh patricia i this is a this is a very tough one uh, that, uh, But all I can say on my side, uh, I'm very lucky that uh, the connection with my kids it starts from from uh, from, from when they still in their mother's womb, and it's uh, it's how I connect with them, we communicate. Uh, I could have. I could have told other fathers how to do it, but that would take a lot of time. Uh, but it starts there. And then, even if the mother will be like, uh, she calls she calls the kids and then she, she does all the negative stuff. That, that, that connection between you and your child as a father, it won't die. I promise. They must just try to connect the kids while still in their mother's womb. Good evening, SAFM. It's Dumzi from Cape Town. I think we should admit that we are a broken society and we should try to avoid apportioning blame to particular genders because sometimes it may be more visible uh, on one gender, the impact of the brokenness but uh, the, the root of it is just brokenness. Many men on one end end up raising children who are not theirs, believing that they are theirs. And many men also run away from the responsibility that is theirs. So the issue is both genders have a role to play in the absentism and it's all to do with a broken society and the solutions for a broken society are known but we live in modern society which uh, throws away spirituality and seeks its own path Sure, it's a difficult topic. So many voice notes and unfortunately and messages. We can't get through to all of them because of time. Dr. Ngobe, you've heard um, all the A-teamers that contributed have been men. They've shared their experiences. Uh, they've uh, given what some of the, the root cause they think are for absent fathers and the effects they've had on um, being raised with absent fathers and challenges they're facing with raising their own children, uh, with uh, mothers being the blockages and so on in some instances. Please uh, do weigh in as we wrap up our conversation, Dr. Ngo. 
Thank you, Fatole. I wouldn't agree more with uh, with the caller who just said we are a broken society, and this um, absent father uh, fatherhood is actually um, indicative of the brokenness of the society that we are, especially as a uh, as, as a black nation. Because as a black nation, the way the, the, the system in which um, you know we 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 were raised or the, 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 our cultures were, were were meant to be was meant to avoid all this way we say with their children without fathers. There was a way in which, you know, if, if, if a man wants to be a father, the whole process that will be followed. And somebody earlier on touched, it, or it, it, rather touched on, on the issue of Lobola being one of the barriers um, to, to, or one of the causes uh, to what we are complaining about now, the, the broken fathers, but in, or rather absent fathers. But in, in actual fact, if one is to, uh, to, wants to, to be a father, they have to know that it is a huge responsibility. And for it to be, to be taken or rather uh, to be addressed appropriately, one has to prepare adequately. It's a huge responsibility that needs to be prepared adequately. That will ensure that um, you, you know there are, there are tendencies that we are seeing of late. Um, even for, for the, it has been it has been happening for for quite a long time, where you see people you know breaking about you know the one night one night stands that they have with different women, and it is out of those one night stands that you you know children are born, and the woman wouldn't know who the father is, and the father wouldn't even go back to the woman whom they will have slept with to find out if that it, it didn't result into a child. Um, so so that's why we're seeing a growing number of children who are growing up with, uh, without fathers. So if we can go back perhaps to, to some of the basics as a black nation, we'll realize that perhaps some of these uh, social ills can be addressed in this way. Um, it, it, we've got children who are growing up with a vacuum. Um, so it's, it's, it's a psychosocial vacuum and nature does not permit um, you know, for any vacuum. And that vacuum has to be filled up and you realize that in the process, you know, toxic man, mas- masculinities, they, they emanate and unfortunately we end up with the kind of societies where we're talking of murderers, we're talking of rapists and so forth and so on. So we, there's quite a, a, a sort of things that need to be addressed in order for us to ensure that we arrest this phenomenon of uh, absent fathers. I see that our time is already up, uh, Patricia, but it's a topic that perhaps needs another day so that we tackle some of the things that we did not cover, especially where toxic masculinity is concerned. Thank you for telling Thank you so very much, Dr. Nube. Yes, we need to talk about toxic masculinity uh, alongside the patriarchy that uh, it, it, it brings along with it that is very negative and how we can curb it. Thank you for your time. Always appreciate you. Thank you, Dr. Nube. I appreciate it. Thank you, Patricia. A-teamers, it's officially Wednesday. It's a minute after midnight and it's Wednesday, the 24th of November. We'll be back again at 10 p.m. for the Wednesday edition of Late Night Conversations. Asanda Beta is up at 3 a.m. giving you sound awake. May goodness and grace lead you to the great heights of success.